Hey guys, and welcome back to X Nanny Q. So on this video, we're going to talk about hygiene. Yep, we're taking it there. I did a post on TikTok and we were talking about hygiene. And let's just say I learned a lot. I learned that a lot of people didn't grow up taking baths daily, washing their face, brushing their teeth. I've had nanny jobs. And the parents were like, oh, we only have certain days we take baths. What? <laughs> okay. And here's the thing. Being a nanny, you have to follow whatever the parents say. Their instructions, they're very important. Even though you feel like it's wrong, you still have to go with what the parents want. So a lot of times when I get those parents that, have those scheduled bath days, I make sure that we keep a lot of the outdoor activity on the days that I know the kids are taking a bath. I make sure that we keep a lot of the I'm going to be really dirty on the days that the kids are taking a bath. And the other days, I try to make sure that we do around the house things, nothing too sweaty or sticky or anything like that. And I also tell my parents we have to brush these babies' teeth. Once you see those two little teeth pop up, it's time to start brushing them. Go ahead and get a little toothbrush and go ahead and start brushing those little teeth because you want to teach them good hygiene. You want them to get used to brushing those teeth. You want them to get used to wiping their face in the morning as soon as they get up. Wash your face, brush your teeth before you come down. Things like that. And reading the comments, guys, yeah, we need to go back to the basics. That's just the thing of all of it. So we're going to talk about how many baths an infant should get, and we're going to go into toddlers and on and on and on. We'll talk about all of that. So I tell a lot of my parents, when we first bring that little one home, we wait a few days before we put them in a physical bathtub, you know, the little baby bathtub, but we do wipe downs. That's getting a bowl with warm water and wiping the baby down. But here's my thing. In the wintertime, make sure that your home is warm. And when I say warm, it might be hot to you, but make sure your home is very warm so your baby doesn't get sick. You're opening in their pores. It's cold outside. Let's keep a minimum of washing their hair every once a week. Let's wipe it down with, you know, a face towel just to make sure that we're getting any uh, cradle cap out or anything like that. But I do wipe downs. I put the baby on a changing table. I get soap. I get a bowl. And I'm wiping under your neck, behind your ears, under your arms. And I'm wiping you down. And as I'm wiping you down, we're talking. Hey, let me get under that neck. Let me wipe your left arm. Let me wipe your right arm. Let me wipe your left leg and your right leg. I'm describing body parts. Even though this baby is two days old, it becomes a habit. So when I say give me your left arm, when that baby is older, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Give me your right arm. Things like that. Now, you have a summer baby. Same thing the first few weeks. We're wiping down, especially like week one and two until the umbilical cord uh, pops off. I normally don't put them in water. I just do a little wipe down every day uh, or every night. And once the umbilical cord comes off, then I go ahead and give them a bath. Now, 
I'm probably going to get people right in to the government, to the president, to CDC. I do bath babies in the sink. I know. I know. And everybody's probably like, oh my God, I can't believe she does that. That's so unsanitary. You wash your sink every day. And if you don't, you need to. But before I put my babies in the sink, I am Cloroxing it down. I'm wiping it down. I'm cleaning it. And then I even go behind the Clorox with vinegar and lemon. I know, I know, OCD. But I do it just to make sure that everything is out, even the Clorox is out. I just need the Clorox to kill all the bacteria or whatever is in there. And it's good on my back. Look, I can't keep bending down in that tub to get that baby. It's, y'all, it's just a lot. <laughs> and the sink um isn't big enough in the bathrooms. So anyway, like I said, I put that baby in that kitchen sink. We're gonna get you a good old bath time and I wrap I wrap them up very good and warm and take them in the room and I oil them down. I normally get coconut oil, if not shea butter or Vaseline, something thick, especially in the wintertime. You shining like a new penny, baby. I mean, face everything. I'm making sure that your body is oily, 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 oily. And my baby sleeps so good. I also have a candle sometimes that I light before I put them in the bed. I put a candle in the room, especially my grandson. I have a lavender candle that I put in his room. So when he's not in the room, it's in there. And by the time he gets ready for bedtime, it smells just like lavender. And, you know, we blow the candle out and he sleeps good. I mean, snore like he worked 15 hours at his first job and came home, changed clothes and went to the next job. (laughs) But I'm trying to make sure that I teach all babies that I come in contact with good hygiene. So again, your little baby, before that um, umbilical cord comes off, you're wiping them down. You're making sure you get under that neck. Any milk that's behind that ear, you're wiping all of that down. You're making sure that you get between those toes. You're wiping their face, all of it. I take a separate face towel and I wipe the inside of their mouth to make sure I have you know, get all of the excess milk and stuff out of their mouth. I normally do that every other day. Anytime I see their tongue getting white, I go ahead and take a little face towel and wipe the inside of their mouths out. Something my grandmother taught me to do. And my mom made sure that I did it when I had my kids. Also, once that baby is sitting up, we're going to start sitting that baby up in the tub. No more laying down, baby. Um, they have an amazing, um, sit up tub for infants. I have an Amazon storefront that has all of that in it, but you can sit the baby up so they can splash, splash, splash. And I normally use that from six months until a year. Why? Because (laughs) kids feel like they can play in the water and I am terrified of that. So to make sure you don't fall or you don't, you know, hurt yourself or try to, you know, be Dominique Dolls or whoever in the tub. I sit them in that little thing and they can splash, splash, splash. After one, I kind of let them, you know, do their thug nizzle in the tub and play. I even have the little markers that they can play with in the tub. So it makes bath time so much more fun. And I let put the little um, 
toys in there so we can do an alphabet. They have alphabet toys that stick to the side of the tub. My kids, all of my babies have nanny. I made sure that they had those. They absolutely love it. So you're not fighting. Oh, you got to take a bath. I don't want to take a bath. No. And by the time my babies are three, I start letting them take showers. I know because they love to run back and forth in the shower. I just be like, yay, go. And they run and play in the water. And, you know, we do all of that little stuff. But I make bath time fun. That's all it is, parents. And I had people saying, oh, my baby has eczema. My baby has this and my baby has that. That's fine. Do whatever you need to do to make sure that your child is clean daily. So if you have to wipe them down because of their eczema, make sure you're wiping them down. Find you an organic soap and lotion to help with their skin. It's so many different things you can help with eczema and other skin disorders. So make sure you're sticking to what your dermatologist said and make sure that you're looking for a second opinion to find something that doesn't have any steroids or anything in it to parents. So once that baby is like three, we're taking showers. We're having fun. I mean, we're literally having fun in the tub. Um, After five, I started teaching my babies how to take a bath by themselves. I only put a little, the water comes to to their hip. Not all the way up, probably to the bottom part of their little hip, uh, to the bottom of their uh, butt bone. That's as far as water I put in there once they turn five. I don't put a lot in there. Once they turn six and seven, I give them a little more water because now I know they can't drown. But we're still taking baths and we're learning good hygiene. So we're brushing the teeth when we see the first two little teeth come in. Okay. We're making sure that we have dentist appointments once a year, especially once a child turns one dentist appointment. If you see dry skin or patches or anything, talk to your doctor to see if you can get an appointment with a dermatologist, somebody who can help you. If you don't like what the dermatologist is is saying, get a second opinion. It's okay to do that. Journal about what happened and what works and what doesn't work. Journal on, oh, he ate this today and I noticed these bumps. Keep a journal on these things. It will help you when you go to the doctor's office. And last but not least, I have an Amazon storefront with everything you need. (laughs) I made sure to help my parents in every area. Bath time is one of them. So if you have any questions, please hit me up at AskNannyQ.com, okay? Thank you for listening. You guys have a great evening.